Welcome everyone back to the broadcast. I'm David Woods from Bruin Report Online, the UCLA site on the 24-7 Sports Network, and I'm coming to you after, I mean, really, we all knew it was coming, didn't we? At some level, at some deep, visceral level, you just knew. You knew that, okay, Oregon lost earlier, Pac-12 looks like it's, you know, free and clear, open for UCLA to finally ascend to some sort of prominence once again, and the Bruins not only lose, but just get completely dominated uh, by ASU at home. Uh, You know, Tracy and I talked in the broadcast this week, and we said, you know, this is absolutely a game Jim Moore would lose um, because the the emotions would just be wrong, mindset would just be wrong coming into the game, they'd be too worked up or whatever, and they'd lose. Uh, This felt very much like a Jim Mora loss um, in a big spot um, because it wasn't... uh, it was like um, fake competitive for a really long time. Uh, ASU kept shooting itself in the foot, which is basically the only reason this game was close through the first three quarters. Um, well, that and Dorian Thompson Robinson, I think, playing out of his mind, especially in the first half. Uh, but for the most part, um, this was a brutal beatdown. Uh, I think the final stats, let me get this right because I want to, this is an important stat. Um, okay, so it was a little bit of like kneeling down sort of at the end, but um, ASU in 32 fewer plays had 26 more yards. Um, that is a beatdown. Uh, this probably should have been more like a 28 point game. Um, yeah, I mean, just egregious, awful, um, non competitive in a game that needed to be. Um, you know, that was probably the biggest game of the year um, for UCLA's Pac-12 South hopes. Um, and, you know, I walked away thinking ASU, kind of what I was expecting, it's just um, UCLA did not uh, cause them issues in any of the ways that they needed to cause them issues. Uh, Jaden Daniels was free and clear to just line up and just throw moonshots downfield, um, and UCLA had... Uh, basically no answer for it. They couldn't get home with any of the pass rush stuff. Um, They did a lot of that uh, show blitz and then drop linebackers who weren't covering anybody, um, but still leaving their secondary in-man coverage. It was bizarre watching this game because uh, towards uh, even just like the middle of the second quarter, UCLA was down to playing Elisha Guidry, um, who's not very good at safety. Um, and then Alex Johnson, I think, played almost the entire second half, and still UCLA was mixing in um, some man coverage and uh, cover one, cover zero. Uh, it was just very, very hard to watch. Uh, the secondary um, struggled mightily, and it was—I mean, it was a struggle fest even before they went down the depth chart a little bit. Um, uh, Quentin Lake horribly misplayed. Uh, I think it was. I think it was the one to Pearsall, the long touchdown to Pearsall. Um, but it was uh, another zero coverage. They were in man, and he ran up to the line of scrimmage to get blocked by a guy who was already blocking Devin Kirkwood. Um, just really bad awareness, um, and that led to a, a long touchdown for ASU. Just so many explosive plays um, for ASU in the past game. Uh, Daniels finished with 286 yards on just 18 attempts. But in the first half, it was gross. It was like 11 attempts for 220, something like that. Um, just absolutely awful um, secondary play. And 
UCLA took way too long to adjust away from uh, going with so much pressure. I don't even know if they truly did. Um, I think they were just uh, in the second half. ASU just you know tried to run the ball a little bit more, um, and so the run blitzes looked a little bit better than the um, pass rush blitzes had. Um, but it was a horrible defensive game plan um, for this team, um, given the personnel they have in the secondary and given um, who they were facing. Um, yeah, uh, it was really, really bad defense. Uh, the secondary looks terrible, um, and I, I don't really have a good answer there. I think anytime they put – I think we can now revise downward and say, uh, look, um, anytime they, they face a, 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 a at least um, two-tiered offense that can run the ball and pass the ball a little bit, and the quarterback is at least halfway decent, they're going to have some issues. Um, so, anyway, that was – Really disappointing to watch. Um, But the offense doesn't get off the hook. Uh, The first half um, was really, really good, mostly because of what Dorian Thompson-Robinson was doing with both his arm and his legs. Um, He was special um, in the first half. There was one throw to Kyle Phillips right before the ridiculous um, keeper uh, with two offensive linemen in front of him. Um, Dorian's throw to Kyle Phillips on the previous play was one of the best throws he's made at UCLA. Uh, he was really, really special in the first half. Um, the sole reason it was a competitive game at halftime. Um, and then in the second half, um, the offense really just lost the plot. Um, I think uh, Chip Kelly was committed, just absolutely pot committed to running the ball. Um, and out of some tight formations late in this game that just seemed insane. It seemed insane in real time. They were trying to do it. Um, and it just was unsuccessful. ASU had this run game scouted. They knew what was coming. They were flowing to the ball really, really well. Um, tightening up everything in the middle of the defense was never going to be a good decision. And they didn't do it a lot, but every time they did it, it felt like it was a negative play. Um, just... Uh, it seemed like a really, really bad understanding of game flow, especially with all of that coming in the second half. Um, even late, the two plays towards the goal line, the one that Dorian Thompson Robinson probably, if it was a true uh, read, missed the read and, and then got dropped for a loss on fourth down. It was both out of tight formations again. Um, and it's just, you're signaling run. And uh, I think it was maybe a little bit of arrogance, a little bit of overconfidence in the offensive line, which frankly was getting beat all night. Um, it was it was a poor game for the offensive line. Um, about the only reason UCLA's offense was stopped because of Dorian Thompson Robinson's heroics in the first half was because of a horrible snap from Duke Clemens. But Sean Ryan, I thought, had a ma- bad game. Paul Gratton was not his usual dominant self. Antonio Maffi had a bad um, uh uh, unnecessary roughness. It was probably a bad call too, um, but it was just not a good game for the offensive line. They weren't opening up great lanes in the running game. Um, UCLA's run stats are a little deceptive because Dorian um, did so much freelancing, but that was largely not dependent on the offensive line. Um, they really didn't open up much for either Charbonnet or Brown. Um, they had a real hard time, I think, dealing with um, ASU's secondary run guys, like the linebackers and safeties who were playing aggressively. Um, failure to pick up DeAndre Pierce a few times where he was able to knife in for losses. Um, just poor game for the offensive line. Maybe, you know, not used to dealing with a defense that's going to try to get up and get aggressive like that as much. I'm not sure. Um, but it was, it was a really poor game. Um, 
Uh, and Dorian Thompson Robinson in the second half, I thought he was still pretty good, but he wasn't quite as sharp as he was in the first half. Uh, a few more of the throws were a little bit more errant in the f- second half um, and uh, maybe pressing a little bit more, trying to make too much happen. But frankly, he was the only reason they were going to have a chance. Um, so him pressing, well, whatever. I mean, the thing was... Uh, ASU continued to shoot itself in the foot a little bit, and they still scored 42 points. Um, If they'd been, uh, I don't know, had one or two fewer 12 men on a field penalties or, um, you know, hadn't dropped a few too many balls, uh, they score 50-plus easy. Um, And, you know, if their kickoff, if their returner guy doesn't make two horrible decisions, one to try to field that bouncing punt and the other one returning that one from the end zone... um, you know, it's it's a very different game. Uh, well, not a very different game, but a, a much more egregious blowout. Uh, yeah, UCLA just um, absolutely got it handed to them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll obviously have more on this mess. Um, just you know, shout out a few guys who played well. Greg Dulcich played well. I think Kyle Phillips has some sort of hand injury, but just judging by the fact that he was having trouble catching anything today. Um, but he still kind of gutted up for six catches for 58 yards. Narrowly missed a touchdown on that one little fade that Dorian Thompson Robinson overthrew. Um, Greg Dulcich, though, played really, really well. Um, was a big game for him, even with ASU kind of um, blanketing him a little bit. He was able to get open um, and do some good work. Um, yeah, it was uh, obviously, I think, very disappointing. Um, I think... UCLA fans had convinced themselves for a second time um, that this was, you know, a, a very good UCLA team. Um, and it, frankly, I don't know. I mean, I, I think there's um, some very good qualities of this UCLA team. I still think this offense, despite what it looked like in the second half, is quite good. Um, but clearly some limitations. Um, clearly when their running game is stopped, unless Chip Kelly is going to be more willing in the future to move away from it when it is very clearly not going to get it done, um, that's a major problem. I mean, they ran the ball 32 times with Zach Charbonnet and Britton Brown in this one, and they got uh, a total of 122 yards from that. Um, and in a shootout-type game, you can't do that. UCLA went full Stanford efficiency in this one, um, and ASU went, I mean, they were basically Oregon in this game, um, basically Oregon from 2012. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that Stanford-esque efficiency, when you're not hitting explosive plays in the running game, um, it's just, it's, you know, just doesn't work unless your defense is halfway decent, which UCLA's was ass. Um, so yeah, anyway, um, uh, very bad game. UCLA is now um, definitely behind the eight ball in terms of the Pac-12 South uh, race. I don't think they're out of it by any stretch because I don't think ASU is like some dominant team by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, but they are pretty good. Um, and I think if you're watching this UCLA team that now has lost to Fresno State and ASU, I think you've got to, you know, you've got to look ahead at the schedule and say, okay, it's not just Fresno State's formula that is going to beat UCLA. Um, any team that has, you know, decent play at quarterback, like decent to good play at quarterback and a decent enough running attack um, is going to have a real chance to beat this team. So you look ahead and you say, well, Washington, Dylan Morris in certain days can be pretty good, but let's say he's not. Let's say he's more of like the Tanner McKee type at this point. Uh, Oregon, I think Oregon can play that role. Um, Utah, 
Yeah, we'll see what they're doing by the end of October. Probably still a UCLA win there. Uh, Colorado at home. Uh, Colorado's terrible. But then you get to USC. Um, that one looks problematic. And then Cal at home at the end to close out the year. Uh, you just never know. You never know what Chase Garbage is going to look like. Um, the one thing that UCLA has going for it is that the three, three of the, well, four of the seven remaining opponents um, have periodically terrible offenses. Um, in Arizona and Colorado's case, it's always terrible. In Cal and Washington's cases, it's periodically terrible. Um, those four teams, if UCLA loses any four of any one of those games, that would be a pretty bad sign um, for the Bruins. Um, not that there have been any deficit of bad signs in the last three weeks. Um, but those those four games, they should be wins. Um, Oregon, Utah, and USC. Uh, those are the ones where I think it might get a little bit wonky um, and where you could see this uh, once very promising-looking season um, suddenly look a lot more like 7-5. and five. So um, I'm interested to see how they rally next week against Arizona. Um could be an odd hangover spot, but I think Arizona is just bad enough that even with that, um, probably won't be enough for them to win the game. Um, and then the second half of the season is not not a piece of cake. I mean, Washington always has talent. Um, their offense is just very poorly coached. Uh, Oregon is very good. Um, and then Utah and USC, they're just, uh, just kind of an open question what Utah is going to look like in USC on any given day can suddenly show their NFL talent. So anyway, we'll see. Uh, But that's enough. Uh, I don't want to talk about this game anymore, and I need to start writing about it. So have a good rest of your night, and we will talk to you again next time.